0: Hey guys, welcome back to Roman's 83839. It's your girl, I am God's favorite, reporting live to you from the podcast studio with another latest and greatest episode. I've come back for more, who knew? Each week you have no idea. I'm like, what do I want us? And I've realized the more that I make this podcast, the more I have to be like vulnerable and really like stand on bendit business as far as what my opinions are and I have to be willing or at least ready to hear some feedback because I have been getting some feedback so again thank you for tuning in to the podcast it's your girl for all of those that are saying they're listening to it and you're getting something from it wonderful for those who got some critique for me god bless you you know what I mean Hey, God bless me. I don't, you know, I can't really say what division is quite yet, but all I can say is I got access to a microphone and I just want to tell people that I love Jesus. Okay. All right. So today, what I came to talk to you about is something that has affected me since I was a child, since I was an adolescent. And that's something that I realize the more that I talk to people about it, they're surprised when I tell them. I'm like, yeah, that's what that is. And I want to be open with you all, and I want to share with you all what the word says about it, but also just, again, my personal experience with it, right? And in, in hopes that, it will bring some light to you or give you an aha moment or help you see yourself or me or whatever because we we got the mic and we talking. Okay. That thing is worry. Worry. You ever heard of of a worry warrior? (laughs) Like, if you was in battle, your two would be worrying. Like, girl, you got it on you all the time. I... I You know, I thank God for saving me from that spirit of worrying. I can remember from, like, such a—because I've always felt like I've always had to do more. And I've always had to—you know, I didn't show up as, like, a natural at anything. Like, everything I've ever done, I've really had to, like, practice— and get it out the mud, and like we talked about last week with our guest speaker, you know, just keep a good attitude about it. Like I really have had to, you know, embrace the suck. But I wanted to tell you about one time where my worrying was just like this. When I knew, I say, you know what, I somebody got to tell me what is going on. I mean, I want to tell you about this time that um. So I I, I I went to cosmetology school, and that really saved my life because I did it in high school. It was a vocational program. And um, at the time, you had to pass the state board. So if you took these classes for two years, the climax of it was you became board certified from the state of Maryland. So, you know, you don't want to invest all this time, and you have to get an apprenticeship, and you have to work in a shop, and, you know, you become a shampoo tech or whatever the case may be in the hopes that you will become a hairstylist or in the, the, the beauty industry. So you, you go to these classes and at the end of it, they come to your school and this is what it's all about. This is what you've been studying for for the last two years and never in my life have I had to deal with that. And I was about what, 15, 16 years old, but thank God for that. And it came at just the right time. Cause Lord knows, it was my last two years of high school. So I got accepted into college, but on a contingency. And the contingency was that I had to finish this remedial program. And it was, like, supposed to be all these things that, you know... You were supposed to master in high school, but you know something with your SAT scores or something with your grades, or you know, in my case, it was my grades and and my SAT scores. I mean, again, I've had to get everything out of the mud. Okay, all right, you know where I, uh, public schools? Okay, so you know, I'm I'm in this program, and I'm I'm, I'm really humbled because I'm like, yo. Uh, my mother then came up here and bought me this little mini refrigerator, and went to the family dollar store and bought me about twenty snacks, and you know, like then my family is really like then threw a, a cookout in the backyard. Like, Cheryl, sure you going off to college, and in the back of my mind, I am worried sick because I'm like, listen, I gotta finish this program and everything everything that I learned from my cosmetology degree or license came back to help me in that program. I remember, okay, well, and when I had state boards, I had to make flashcards. Or when I had state boards, we got together and we had a group. So maybe I need to get in a group. Or when I didn't understand something, I had to like stay afterwards and talk to the teacher, I'm not proud of these things, but I'm just telling y'all what I had to do. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing, <laughs> glory be to God, has come easy to me. But that's cool because, you know, it has made me what it is to today because I end that story with saying I finished the program. And not only did I finish the program, but at the end of it, I got a, a award for Most Improved. Now, how bad was I to begin with to get an award for most improved? It doesn't matter. I'm going to take the victory. I'm going to skip on. I'm going to go ahead and secure that. You know, as, you know, one of those times where God had to show me at a very early age that it's not going to be easy. You know, you will have some things that you're going to have to worry about, Cheryl. But give your worries to God. Or better yet, there's some things you don't have to worry about. That's what I'm trying to say. That's the point I'm trying to make. Um, So, you know, if you find yourself in situations where you're uncertain, let me tell you <clears throat> what the word says. And one time I was, I was just, you know, reading the word again. Like I said, you know, just try to read a chapter every day. And some I came across. This is Matthew. This is the sixth chapter. Um 25th verse and I'm gonna stop at the twenty-seventh verse and a little bit of the thirty thirty-fourth. <clears throat> but listen to this. This talks specifically about worrying. And I'm a person who worries, so I'm like, huh? You got my th- okay. So listen. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. It's not life more important than food. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Dang. That's again, that's Matthew chapter 6, verse 24 through 27, and and, and also verse 34. That's what the Holy Word says about worrying. It says, who of you? Will the real Slim Shady stand up? Who of you worrying can add a single hour to your life? You can't. And if anything, I've noticed that it might actually take some time from your life. You cannot tell me that disease and virus, I mean, just sickness, sickness, I should say, is not directly located to worrying, directly connected to. Your thoughts. Listen. You got to guard that thing. You got to make sure that you're leaning on Jesus. Like my mama said last week. Lean not to your own understanding. And also, I'm going to tell you something. When you start worrying, here's a little tidbit. You might need a nap. You might need a nap. Because sometimes worrying, it, it comes from thinking about, well, what's going to happen in the future? And for those of us that like to be in control and have direction, you know, and we're like, what's going to happen? That anxiousness of the future, lay down. Rest yourself. You know, the word says in Psalms 127, he grants sleep to those he loves. A, a nap and rest. I want to give a shout-out to my pastor, uh, Pastor Keith Battle. And, you know, Dr. Keith, uh, uh excuse me. Pastor Keith Battle, if you don't want me to ever say your name again, send a cease and desist, you got to worry about. But the way this man has enriched my life and just, like, I'll be like, yes, that is what I, that's what I know. Like, he has told us the importance of resting. And I been reading that over and over and over again Matthew 11 28 30 it's a common theme within the bible it's about rest for your souls It's come to me all that are weary and I will give you rest so all that worrying all that going back and forth in your mind and in your thoughts get to a place where you can rest get to a place of peace okay so check out Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7 if you want to know more about what God says as far as worrying and about providing us peace and understanding that everything is going to work out. Okay, so get into those Psalms 127, Matthew eleven twenty-eight, 28, Philippians chapter 4. They'll definitely enrich your spirit and I hope that my um, little testimony does the same. Now... I want to go into some pop culture really quick because I feel like everybody is talking about it (laughs) and somebody is definitely worried, okay? This Nicki Minaj and Meg The Stallion Beef. Oh, my goodness. Before I start, let me just say a prayer for both of them because at the end of the day, they're both beautiful, black, rich, talented women and one of the biggest tricks that the devil ever played was that there's not enough. If you truly serve the God that I serve, you know there's more than enough. There's no need to compete. There's no need to still take. The God that I serve is a God of abundance. So you can have a lot and I can have a lot. But, you know, that's that's a whole, that's a, what a real Christian stand-up. That's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. But what I'm picking up from this whole little beef is that Meg The Stallion came out with a song. It's called Hiss. I definitely listened to it. It was like three minutes long. And, you know, it was cool. I was feeling it. You know, it definitely gave Megan on a beat. Um, but... I didn't notice her say anyone's name um and later on you know once people picked apart her bars you know the part about um you know Megan's Law being a, a law about uh oh lord um child uh, offenders sex offenders I was like, wow, okay. You know, Twitter was, well, at least X. That's what we call it. X will tell you everything, okay? I didn't want to be in these women's business. I wanted to, listen, do your diss track, do your diss track. But Nikki Minaj, my girl, she is bothered. And I, and I understand if you the queen and you feel like you put in a lot of time, you are owed your respect. So when somebody come at you left, it can be triggering. I get that. I get that totally. But she is not playing. She's like, tune in and be ready to drop out. Because she's going off on the girl. And she's been responding to her via Twitter, via Instagram. Just like, you know, pumping herself up as she should. She's Nicki Minaj. Putting her stats out there. Letting people know. Like, oh, and the last thing I saw, she was like, Hey, my, my real girls, well, you know she didn't say girls, but she was like, I want y'all to get her. And no, she didn't add five people. JT was on there, Ice Spice was on there, and a couple other people was on there. Oh, Tasha Cobbs, the gospel singer. Tasha, you your hands for Nicki? That's what's up. Man. Hey, that's what I'm saying. You don't know people. You don't. You don't know what type of relationship they had, but I thought that was very interesting. So, y'all tune in for that. But I I would love for it to go the right way. And I would love to see more Megan and Nicki Minaj collaborations. I mean, Nicki's wonderful and so is Meg. Like, she's the Houston hottie. So, just the same as with Cardi, you know. Cardi, This if you ever come across this podcast this is your Libra sister talking I am God faith I'm ready for the album Cardi I am absolutely in love with the glow up in love with the music um the fashion is always on point you know and as far as her personality I can appreciate anybody that's being authentically themselves and living in their truth you know, this life again can be very dense and very hard, but if you can still laugh and still have fun and still, you know, enjoy your success, then more power to you. So if that's what she's doing by taking a break, you know, trying to enjoy her life, then I can respect that too. But I absolutely love the art. So, Cardi, my message to you is don't worry, baby girl. We are ready to hear it. We will support it. We know it's going to be nothing but excellence. So bring it on. And another trending topic I want to talk about is the book of Clarence. Did anybody see it? I was trying to play the crickets. Because why didn't nobody go and support that movie? I don't understand. What what happened with that, y'all? Why y'all didn't go and see the Book of Clarence? I, I can tell you myself, it's just, I think it was a convenience thing. If I could have got it at home, then I probably would have supported it. But... For some reason, I just, it just wasn't convenient. But I still want to see it very much. I just fear that it'll be out of the movie theater by the time it comes around. But the Book of Clarence, if you don't know, um, somehow Jay Z is affiliated with it. And I don't know if he financed it, wrote it, produced it. I don't know. But somehow he is affiliated with the movie. But um, it takes place during the time of Jesus, and it follows a man that lives in the same town as Jesus, but his name is Clarence. And so you meet some of the characters throughout the biblical time, like Mary Magdalene, which I think is played by Tiana Taylor. Um, And it just goes along the narrative of his life, and I believe he has a love story and such and such. I mean, it sounds really good, but for some reason, y'all didn't, who saw it? Did y'all see it, or what's what's going on? I don't know. And the last thing I'm gonna mention, um, for hot topics, or y'all give me a suggestion because I feel like everybody says hot topics. I I want something a little bit different, okay? Um, but it, it, that's that's what's going on right now. The Ravens are playing. Oh, don't get me. I think Kansas City. Mm -hmm. It's a big deal. I live about 45 minutes to an hour away from Baltimore. So, but for some reason, Baltimore is like a total different, like, every time I go to Baltimore, I feel like I'm out of town. Like, you cannot tell me I'm not in Philly when I go to Baltimore. Like, you can't tell me I'm not, like, (laughs) up north somewhere. And I don't know why. But it's such a beautiful place, and it's such beautiful people in Baltimore. I mean, I didn't realize till I went to Bowie State University, and there's a lot of people from Baltimore that attend. Um, that come from like really good schools in Baltimore. Um, I want to say Polly and City. I think um, and it's really popular. But these they produce like the smartest, most attractive people. Like. When I went to Bowie State, and these people, and remember, I was in the remedial, like, I had to take a class before I could get to the classes, and when I got to the classes, it was all the people from Baltimore helping me. I'm like, Tudu, you, can you help me, please? <laughs> and, you know, they always show love, so it's a, it's... It's a special place, I would say, Baltimore is. And it's a lot of black-owned businesses, um, restaurants, and it's just a lot of culture. And I don't think Baltimore gets enough light. So I'm glad that the CIAAs are now being hosted in Baltimore. So shout-out to everybody that listens to the pod from Baltimore. Baltimore stand-up. Um, we, we from down the hill. Up the hill, Hey Baltimore. All right, let me chill out because Yeah, you know, I'm from DC. I'm from the south side. But like I say, I love y'all deeply. But anyway, I said all that to say. Forty five minutes down the road, um, there's a big game going on at the M and T stadium, um, with the Ravens. And they're hoping to advance to the Super Bowl. Which Super Bowl is it? I don't know. Got a lot of X's, a lot of B's, a lot of I's. It's, it's one of them. It's deep in the. It's it's more than presidents, I think. So, anyway, they're trying to figure out who's going to go to the Super Bowl. And I heard that Usher is going to perform for the halftime. Now that you know, that's going to be good. I'm excited to see Usher the longevity of his career and anybody that I've spoken to that has seen his residency in Vegas nothing but positive accolades nothing but he was amazing it was so good he was doing his thing he sounds just like the record he gave a great show like And, you know, these are hardworking black women who are coming back to me telling me after getting flights and hotels and, you know, they want to show and they're like, he is doing that. So shout out to Usher and thank you for bringing it to my living room so I don't have to go to Las Vegas. Or maybe I will. I don't know. Can somebody send this to Usher and let him know that I'm telling everybody that he doing what he's supposed to do? Well, we're all going to actually see it for the Super Bowl. We're going to know why people was getting flights and hotels and we're gonna see why he's been in the game since he was like 14 years old we're gonna know why we like it my way my way we're gonna know where we was at at seven o'clock in our drop top cruising the streets we're gonna know so god bless usher i'm looking forward to the performance usher oh wait (laughs) Excuse me, y'all, because now I'm starting to realize I'm supposed to be talking about football and I'm really like talking about Usher because that's what I'm going to be tuned into. OK, I'll be there for the chips. I'll be there for the dip. I'll be there for the wings, only the flats. Um, And I'll be there for Usher. But um, in the meantime, if the Ravens do advance today, which I hope they do, because like I said, oh, hey, I hope they do, because, you know, they're right up the street. Um. I'm sure it'll go up for a lot of people, and I'm sure I'm going to see a lot of people in D.C. now rocking uh, purple and gold. Like, what you got that? You ain't no Q. What you got that purple and gold on? Oh, you a Ravens fan now. Or is it uh, purple and black? Let me be quiet. Y'all have all the team spirit that you want to possibly have, okay? Don't worry about anything. You can't add a second to your life worrying about it. Enjoy yourself. That's biblical. That's in the word, okay? So, um, I want to end today's podcast um, with something that I think is going to be a common theme. And that is just a quick prayer. If you don't mind, I would like to pray for you. I'd like to pray for the world. I'd like to pray for myself. And today's episode was about worry um, and anxiousness. And um you know I talked about how you know Nikki's a little worried and how you know the Ravens are you know battling to get to the to the Super Bowl and people are worried about that but I want to talk about the things that we didn't talk about today. I want to pray about the things that we didn't talk about and the things that I could never know, um but only God knows. So Lord, my prayer is that you meet us in places that we can't even express, that we haven't even formulated the words, God, because we are just that wrapped, that wrapped in worry, God, or that wrapped and consumed and things that we can't even control, God. So we want to bring it to you, Lord. We want to set it on your throne. We want to ask that you, bless it, God, that you, the God who is the God of all-knowing, all-seeing, all-things, all-being. We give this to you, God. We know you can handle it. Your track record says you can handle it. So, God, we pray for this world. We pray for our minds. We pray for our sleep. And we pray, we pray, we pray for the world. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This is Romans 8, 38, 39. Get convinced. I am God fave. See you next week. Go Ravens.